0: What we'd like to do now is to just think about what God is doing that you can praise him for in your life. I wanna share a couple scriptures, and you'll see them behind me. United in testimony, you know, this whole series that we've been in, whether we've been directly in 1 Corinthians or have had, like last week, kind of a special emphasis on marriage, it's all about being united and strengthened as his church, as individuals, as couples in marriage, and as a large cornerstone family. And this morning is that thing that we do every three to six months or so is to let you guys share your praises and your testimony of how you've seen God work. You know, this has a rich biblical tradition. As you look back in the Old Testament, in the Psalms especially, you see the people of God declaring praises one to another about his greatness. One generation shall commend your works to another and shall declare your mighty acts. And then Psalm 107, let them extol him in the congregation of the people and praise him in the assembly of the elders. Praise the Lord. I will give thanks to the Lord with my whole heart in the company of the upright in the congregation. You are the company of the upright. You are his congregation gathered in the name of Christ under the righteousness of Christ. We know we're not perfect, right? We're not fooling anyone. God knows we're in process. We're growing to become more and more like Christ. But we gather in the righteousness of Christ. We get to put His righteous clothes on. He's changed our heart. He's forgiven us. And we're growing as a body. And we get to come together and say, We're praising Him. We're extolling Him. We're excited about what God's doing. I'm celebrating His goodness in my life. And this is what I see. And I want to let you know across the, the row here. And I want to let you guys know I haven't even met you yet. And I want to let, and it's just kind of the praises of God ringing out. Amongst his people, that we would lift Christ even higher today, uh, and then you see this kind of continuing on in the New Testament as well. In in uh, Acts, you see this early church, this first church that was gathering together to declare his works and celebrate them, much like we're doing this morning in many ways. These verses from Acts two, and they devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching, and the fellowship, to the breaking of bread, and the prayers. And the Lord added to their number day by day those who were being saved. So I gave you a hint. Look at the bold words on the screen, right? What were they committing themselves to? What were they devoted to? What marked them as God's people, as separate and distinct from those that didn't know Christ and weren't baptized in his name? Well, these were the things they were doing. They were coming together under the teaching of Christ, his words, and then those that followed him, the teaching of the New Testament and the Old Testament. They were fellowshipping and breaking bread together. You know, they started out in the temple, and the temple courts, but persecution got great. And so they kind of went out into local synagogues where they were allowed because, again, they were saying Jesus was the actual Messiah that was prophesied. Sometimes that was welcome, most of the time it wasn't. They were then in homes together, breaking bread, fleeing persecution often, but remembering who Jesus was, celebrating him with baptism, being in each other's lives, breaking bread together, doing those things that say, we believe and we're with one another under Christ, following him. With glad and generous hearts, they were sharing all that they had. Think about that. Someone has a need. You go, I got three bikes. I'll share one. I, or three donkeys. I'll, share, I'll sell one and share one. These guys need more help over here. The market's not good for blacksmiths right now. We're going to go help that family. We'll build some furniture and we'll give it to that family. And there was this commitment to one another this giving from the heart, and it was with gladness. Well, when you know you're giving to a brother and sister in Christ and it's going to meet a need, it makes your heart happy, doesn't it? And that's what they were experiencing through the unity of the Holy Spirit, praising God, his, being in his word, having baptisms as more were added to their number daily, being generous from their heart and with their resources, and uh, just as you guys have been. And I want to tell you, I've been absolutely blown away, as were the elders when we met this last week, you guys, just with one, I want to lift, well, just a couple of different needs. You know, you know this forever found situation. The home there, forever found, is, exists to help stop human trafficking. They have a home that rescues children in India, not far from the border of Nepal, from Kathmandu where the earthquake was. And you guys initially gave, oh, I think it was like 4,000 or so. And then I said, we found out that they are doing need more for medical and to now finish the kitchen. And so you gave an additional... I think it was an additional $4,200. We have sent $12,000 to Forever Found. And that's you guys. And that's like above and beyond normal giving. Because our normal giving has not really been affected. In fact, God's been generous through you there too. But to be able to continue to say, hey, Forever Found, here's some more. Here's some more. And we just found out this week that Pastor Sonu, the pastor who's caring for those uh, rescued children who now don't have a shelter, but they're, they're doing, they have temporary shelter and food, was in the building, probably doing some salvaging of whatever he could, when the second earthquake hit. You know the second one this week that was 7.4 or something? And he got injured significantly. He is now in the hospital, so we need to pray, you guys. And isn't God's timing interesting that he would pull us on board and start supplying needs that only God knew would come and would really increase? And so we're going to for, pray for Pastor Sonu and all those kids but you guys are responding like this early church. Isn't it incredible to be a part of a church like this that says, oh, that's the model? Okay, let's just do that. <laughs> we don't have to come up with anything new. We don't have to design something. We don't have to be slick. We don't have to have program bonanza all the time. We're just gonna be biblical and stick to the basics, and God has honored that, and he's growing us. He's stirring us up by his Holy Spirit, and he's sending us out, and these glad and generous hearts now um, are responding to the needs that God puts before us. Uh, even our, our trip that's going down to build that home in Mexico. Remember the little tiles that you guys all for 20 bucks a tile out there? All that is, is met and beyond. The goal was 5000 You guys gave 6000 And so it's just phenomenal to see you respond in the Lord. And I'm, I am so incredibly privileged to be part of this body. And this morning is an opportunity for us to... Uh, to just say, this is what we see God doing. And here are a couple of questions that I'd like to use to, to focus your sharing, okay? Sometimes you don't know, well, how do I share or what do I what's he really mean, share? Uh, here are a couple of questions. How have you been blessed or built up by others in the body of Christ? And where where have you seen God bring greater unity to us as a church in the last year? How have you been blessed by are blessed or built up by others in the body of Christ. Where have you seen God bring greater unity to us as a church in the last year? So this is how we're going to do it. Uh, We've got uh, Rob over here with a mic and Mondo over here with a mic, and they'll bring a mic right to you. Just keep it under your chin so we can hear you, okay? Don't drop it down here. Keep it close. Just share your name, and if you've got a praise related to an answer to one of those questions, great opportunity just to declare And just ask the Holy Spirit to give you courage right now. Because a lot of you are like, there ain't no way I am going to stand up and share. But you'll be surprised if you just put it in a sentence or in a thought. And it doesn't have to be profound. It's giving glory to God. It's it's grabbing that rose and saying, Lord, I think this belongs to you. In honor of you, here's my praise. We're going to gather up all these praises and we're going to lift them up to Christ. Because they're his. It's his work that we're declaring, right? So if you've got something, you can put it in a nutshell in a couple sentences what you do is you just raise your hand and they'll sprint to you. Watch this guy. He's lightning fast. Okay. (laughs) He'll sprint to you and you'll pass the mic down. Just share your name real quick and what that praise is. And it would be awesome if 30, 40 of us had an opportunity to do that this morning. So that's kind of the goal. That's the direction you're going. Start us off. Go for it.
1: Um, My name's Matt. Um, It doesn't directly relate to that, but I just want to, one of the things I always come back to is praising God for his love and his justice. Um, couple months ago my grandfather passed away and he's a Christian so we know he's in heaven so that's good but yesterday my wife's grandfather passed away and he, not sure uh, probably not but last night middle of the night my wife woke up and she was in our daughter's room because she was in our room but she was in there she was crying and she said a couple months ago and you know, when grandpa died she said I cried for like a minute because I know he's in heaven and Last night was a little bit more crying, and I'm sure there will be more, but God is still just. Mm-hmm. You have to have that penalty paid to go to heaven, and it's unfortunate that, that Papa Pod pa didn't, but it still doesn't change the reality of who God is. Mm-hmm. So, Praise God.
0: And the incredible assurance when we know we're under his justice, right? That's awesome. And as you guys are doing, going and sharing his justice in the world. Somebody else. How do you answer those two questions as a praise to God? One of those. Go for it. I see that hand. Now I lost it, though. Keep it up. There you go. And while there, Mondo's getting the mic there. Someone on this side, get ready. Throw your hand up so we can have the mic already to you.
2: Hi, I'm Cindy. Um, there's like lots of things running through my mind, but I'll try to summarize it in three things. Um, as far as being blessed and built up, I I'd like to um, really. The women's retreat was awesome. Um, as far as you know, trusting God and and not fearing for things that are in your life. And then um, also the the class for biblical counseling that was. I was very blessed by that, so mm-hmm. thank you for that. And then um, also our life group, um, that is uh, words can't express how much I'm grateful for the people in our life group. And, you know, we get together, we, sometimes we sing before we start our study, and you know, we talk about God's word, and we pray. So um, that's just been a huge blessing. So thank you, God, for all that.
0: Amen. The richness of personal connection in the body, right? So awesome. Somebody else. Yeah. Anyone's heart pounding right now? (laughs) You know what makes it stop? (laughs) No, just step out. Just say, Lord, this is for you. I'm just declaring your praise. Go ahead.
2: My name's Hermine, <clears throat> and I just moved to Moore Park <clears throat> just a few months ago, left my church, left all my friends, and I was so lonely.
1: Hmm.
2: and this is my life group here. Wow. And they blessed me, and they're my friends. It's awesome.: I
0: wow. mean, you reserve the whole row. <laughs> is that legal? Where's Mark the usher? Okay. that's awesome. have you been built up by the body of Christ? Go for it.
3: Uh, good morning. My name is Carlos. And I just want to praise God that I'm, I just turned 65. And uh, my God. <laughs> you know, when I'm looking at, you think about it, as far as I could remember. And have my life, I, I didn't know Christ. And yet, when I look at it, there has been more good and bad, and that's because of his grace. I've been through a lot, but I realize that even those times where I didn't have Christ, he still had his hand on me. Uh, I've been so blessed to live in this country. I was raised here in Park. And to see, even when I look at the events in the world, Again, all of you are very blessed to be in this place. And I'm not going to mention names, but there is parts of the United States that are, that are in, in very troubled times. Uh, they're trying to divide us as a nation. But here in Moorpark, I look outside, even here, and see you people here. If you think about it, Nepal, look at what happened up there. That could happen here. There's no guarantees. And even the trials which we all have been through, there's nobody here that is doesn't have a sin. And yet he's here taking care of you people for a reason. So you can take care of somebody else. And yes, there is it hasn't been easy. But God Almighty God, I'm so glad hmm. that He has reached out to me, and I'm still here, and I hope another, whatever his plan is, but it's all good, praise be the Lord, mm-hmm. Praise his yeah. name, amen. Wow.
0: Okay, this side is really winning, are you guys awake over here, you guys awake, anyone awake, who's praising God over here, all right, Bernie, help your team out, all right.
4: <laughs> Hi, I'm Bernie, I'm going to tag on to Hermine over there, because that's our life group too, <laughs> We had, um, it taken us about 19 years before we started feeling like part of a church again, and that was because of that life group right there. Um, We have so many things that are in common with each other. When one person suffers and they get through it, another person suffers with a similar thing, and we seem to be an encouragement to each other. It's really quite a blessing. And also, the women are available twenty-four-seven on their phones for tagging prayer for texting prayers for each other, and that has been a blessing for so many of us.
0: Wow! Praise the Lord.
3: Jimmy D. <laughs> Jimmy D. Here. Um, <laughs> Philippians four six through seven. I was able to experience that when my dad passed away this past February and I flew back to Connecticut and was able to preach the sermon at his service. And many, many folks said I had an incredible peace about me. My wife had prayed intently and Jesus Christ gave me the peace that surpassed all understanding during the most difficult days of my life. Thank you, Jesus.
5: catching up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we're, uh, we're fairly new here. We've been about a month or so. Oh, my name's Mike Cook, my wife, Misty. And um, first thing I noticed when we came was this long list of things that you could go and re- do reach out. I mean, you guys put together, I don't know if it was the missions group or whatever, but all these different things. And it was amazing to see so many different areas of being able to reach out, whether it's here in Moore Park, whether it's down in LA, whether it's Mexico or all the way down to Honduras, there were so many places that you could reach out. That was amazing. It's been a blessing to us to be able to see that and be able to be a part of that. And then last weekend we were down in LA doing the moms thing and you think pampering moms is going to be a bunch of women. And I was like, why am I going? (laughs) But then a bunch of guys went too and we ended up having a blast with all the kids across the park totally wore us out. I was, I came home, my knees were sore. I realized I'm actually 50 years old now. (laughs) And, uh, and so that was awesome. And then, uh, a lot of guys have reached out to me, you know, getting us to go to the camp out or whatever. It's just been very, it's not like we're coming in as outsiders. You guys have really enveloped us and, and, you know, wrapped your arms around us and it's been really nice. So really appreciate that.
0: Praise God. Welcome you guys. Hmm.
6: My name is Rita. This is a really hard one today. I'm, born to, I'm married to a Muslim. My kids have gone to a Christian school, and God brought that into our life. My daughter graduated from Vanguard Private Christian University last week. And when she went there, she said, Mom, I'm going to come out a better woman, and my dad's going to come to Christ someday. We've had some trouble. It was a very religious ceremony. My, my Muslim in-laws went and Jesus was everywhere. The songs, the hymns. I seen my mother-in-law um, arguing during one of them. Um, it was the song, We Believe. And I'm like, looking down, going, oh. but you know, there was a reason for it. Um, my father-in-law has always been on our side with us. Um, you know, he was chewing her out or something you know, because they were kind of arguing during the song. Thank God it was loud. <laughs> I don't know what happened. The song. The song, the song. Yeah. <laughs> so they didn't have to hear that. But it was, it was really humbling. Um, they, they got a lot of Jesus in their life. Um, they asked us over the weekend if my daughter is family, if my daughter is Muslim, you know, practicing Islam or Christianity. And for my husband's sake, we've always tried to teach the kids about have respect for my husband. This is who he is. Um, but my kids' heart has always been with Jesus. Um, you know, in the Bible it talks about let the children come to, to him, you know. And I believe that my kids have taught me how to be a better Christian. We've been here at Cornerstone for about six years now. And um, it's just really hard because you're living a double life and you're trying to do what's right. And, you know, then there's argument for him. Thinking that he he's been deceived, that his children are supposed to be raised as Muslims, and it's all in God's hands, you know. It's has been God's will. Um, when they asked me if um, she's preaching, she's te- you know learning, you know, going by Islam or Christianity, you know, it's the first time that I actually got asked that, and I said of Christianity, and they were like upset, you know. This is This is after her graduation party. And I'm like, I'm not denying it. This is who we are. You're not the best and only. There's other people and other cultures and stuff that are good. And we are in this life to show them that there's other goodness. Mm -hmm. And we come every Sunday if we can. I've got two incredible boys that are just, you know, my family should be messed up in this diverse family. (laughs) But God has seen us through it. And... You know, I just know that it feels good to get out this week. That you know, we told his family we're Christian, and it's going to be a tough battle from here on out because they're very um, Muslim, and uh, their ways the right ways how they feel. And you know, there's going to be a lot of persecution this next week. Um, my kids are not allowed to date till they're married, and my daughter introduced on top of the very religious. Um, graduation last week <laughs> very wonderful um, she introduced a boyfriend to the family and you know he's not Arab and he's not Muslim and that was a big challenge but you know God just totally this past week I mean I should be a basket case and I'm really not it's just it's just so relieved yeah you know, I just feel such relief that i opened up we did not deny and if you guys are gonna disown us because you know, we're not following you, it's okay, because it's not about you, it's all about him, Amen. and, you know, thank you.
0: Praise God for your courage. People are all around this world are taking that stand for Christ at great cost, and you know they're called people of the cross. Boy, would every one of us want to be known like that, right, with that kind of courage. We're people of the cross. And we're proud of Christ. He rescued us. Do what you want to this body. Because this isn't the end. We're not home yet. Right, guys? Because persecution is coming to our country. A lot of people are nervous about it. We can take faith and know that we, have, we know the king. But just realize that this is, this is real stuff. And praise God for your courage. Thanks for sharing that. We will be praying for you. And that's what we do. <laughs> we pray, we support, and we see each other through to the glory of God. And he is a God of miracles. There's no one too far from his reach, right, everybody? And that's why we pray. Wow. Somebody else.
7: A lot of graduations. Um, And I've been blessed. To see my son Michael, and uh, you know him as Shirley, uh, graduate from EBC, and this, that was yesterday, and it was just exciting. I've come to appreciate what he's learning over there. I said something to him about we were studying Job, and he said, "Oh, I wish I could speak Hebrew so that I could understand the poetry of Job." And I, wow, this is my son. <laughs> it was really cool. So I the. The instruction he's gotten over there has been exceptional at a reasonable price, and uh, we're just very pleased about it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it really is. It's a
0: great school, and they don't leave with much debt, so lest that sound like a plug from you, I'll go ahead and say it, all right? Uh, they're a great partner in ministry. They just had a banquet last night, and they had a graduate. It's just, yeah, praise God. Somebody else.
8: Morning. My name is Gary. I'm a little too close. <laughs> um, I, could, uh, I could really go on and on for, uh, for quite a while about the blessings uh, my wife and I have received since we've been at this church. Uh, but I'll just focus on one of the uh, latest ones that happened recently with her sister, uh, Marie, who passed away. Uh, she'd really been struggling with cancer for uh, 12 years. And it's been a a long and difficult road, had been a long and difficult road for her. So we had, uh, she was raised a Catholic as uh, Sandy and I were for her whole life. So we had tried to get her on on many, many occasions to come to Cornerstone with us just because of what it had done in our lives. And we thought it would be an eye-opener for her. She kept on turning us down, even to the point of telling Sandy, I'm not looking for a church. I don't need to go with you guys. So we kind of gave up, even though we'd been holding her up in prayer, our life group every week, uh, my men's group, uh, Saturday morning prayer, putting her on our uh, prayer cards every Sunday. And uh, I think at some point, we just kind of got a little bit discouraged and stopped doing those things. And then lo and behold, a few weeks before she had a a devastating stroke that took her life, and it was a result of a brain tumor from her cancer, she called Sandy and said, uh, I want to go to church with you guys. And we were like, what? You want to come to church with us? She said, yes. Yeah. So Sandy picked her up, and she sat right next to us, right here. And it was that sermon that uh, Steve set his first sermon here, when he brought the bags out. I don't know if you remember that or not, but it was a, a great sermon, a great sermon for somebody coming to the, here for their first time. So after church, I went up to uh, Steve and asked him, Steve, would you mind coming over and praying over uh, Marie, uh, our Sandy's sister? And he said, Absolutely. So luckily, most of our life group was here that day. So we all kind of rallied around her, put our hands on her, and uh, Steve prayed with her and uh, was able to uh, get from her a profession of faith. Oh, wow. So all this time, we were worried about, you know, knowing that at some point she had terminal cancer, she was going to pass. We just didn't know where she was going to go, what the future held for her. So that day, Gabe, Sandy, and I just say, uh, amazing sense of peace and marie said after that service we went out to lunch and she said i'm going to start coming to church with you guys from now on because i felt so loved here and it was just an amazing uh, day and uh i can't tell you the amount of peace and joy it brought to to our hearts more importantly to uh, marie's life and her final destination praise god so it was just a, uh, a huge day and maybe the lesson i learned is uh, we got discouraged never give up on god mm because she always comes through. Yeah. And uh, I just praise God for that day and uh, for our sister-in-law where she's at today.
0: And there's a reunion coming. <laughs> oh, yeah. Heather, sorry. Right up front. Good morning, no, Heather. good try. Stand up. Good try. <laughs> sorry.
9: Good morning. My name <laughs> is Heather. Um, I just want to praise God for Top
6: Gun. Is that what it's? Basic training, Top Gun. Um, My husband started Top Gun. My husband started um, a few months ago, and I feel like I am married to a different man. He is. um, (laughs) I'm reaping the benefits of his hard work. So, um, just really thankful that the men are pouring into other men, and um, and um, he's quoting scripture around the house. He's disciplining our kids with scripture, and he's leading me, and that's just really
10: comforting. So, just praising God for that.
0: Amen. Sharam? You came out of a Muslim background, didn't you? Yes. And now you know Jesus Christ, and He's changing you. Praise Praise God. Well, you know, when I heard this, I'm like, that's just, praise God. I yeah, mean. It,
11: and it is amazing. It's, um, <clears throat> I think uh, Rita might have said something like, "If or someone said something. Uh, just be happy that you're in America because in other parts of the country, it's just amazing that you don't get this freedom. And when you're here and you realize that the freedom that you're given... Um, The stories from my family of of escaping Iran and coming to America and me being here and Heather taking a chance on me who didn't have really a religious background and now being here and raising our kids Christian and dedicating them and praying for my brother to to come to church and having others, you know, Wes and everyone else here praying for him and having him come to church with us. One day he's going to be up front here with us. And, um, I mean, he's come a couple of times, but... um, it's gonna be a, an amazing time. So, if you see him here, just come, and I know you guys are gonna love on him and everything, but yeah, I be, can't be thankful, more thankful to Christ for, uh, for saving me. Amen. So,
0: thank you, thank you. Yeah, go ahead.
10: Okay, I'm gonna cry, so I apologize. I'm really thankful for my life group for Julie and all of the women in my life group. Sorry. I've been really struggling for the last few weeks, months. My daughter. She's going down the wrong road. And I have a piece in my heart, I know, that God has her in his hand. And it's been carrying me, but a few weeks ago, I saw my daughter, it was my birthday, and... and um, she was just not my daughter. And I'd been surface level communicating with her, we kicked her out of our house, and... and we had just been communicating just to keep it open. I felt like I needed to do this so that she didn't get too far from me. And I was praying, and my life group has been praying, thank you so much. But I let hate get into my heart. And I came in here with hate in my heart, and I was so convicted. And I was so broken a few weeks ago that I left crying and lost and just a mess. And I didn't go to my Bible study. And I just was a mess. I'm still a mess, obviously. But I found peace again, believe it or not, even though I'm calling like this. On Thursday, I was... Continuing to read my Bible, I have been every morning and and praying, but I felt like God left me and that I've been alone and that nobody cares. I've been mean to my husband and to my other kids, letting things bother me that normally wouldn't. And I was reading Isaiah 54 and it was talking about God's covenant of peace. And I just felt his presence just cover me and i wrote down on my index card psalm 54 and as i was writing it down i saw from our bible study that when that you need to pray and and ask god to show you what it is that it that he wants you to see well just before reading i had prayed that god would remove this hate and this anger and this resentment And this need for revenge from my heart and just fill me with peace and love and restoration and a knowing that God is going to take care of this and that it's not mine to exact revenge on or or to have any vengeance, that God would take care of me and that he would lift me up and that he would show my daughter and, and these people who are not a real good influence in her life that everything I do and have done for my daughter is based on love. And I felt peace, and I was praying for God to reveal to me the truth of Psalm 54 when it was Isaiah 54. So I flipped through the Bible really fast, and I read Psalm 54. Well, both of the things that I was praying for were in Isaiah 54 and Psalm 54, so it was really cool. But this morning coming into church, I saw Julie, and she had she told me there was a reason why she went through some things so that she could help someone like me and what I'm going through and she said that on Thursday she was praying thank you Jesus that's all I can say Mm -hmm. thank you Julie thank you Janine thank you to my Bible study Mm -hmm. group of women my sisters in Christ Amen. thank you
0: We rejoice with those who rejoice, we mourn with those who mourn, and we pray for each other, right?
12: Morning, I'm having a really tough time doing this, but thank you to Jackie, Saul, and my life group, and you, Gordy, and this church. You guys saved my life in 2013 when I went through depression. John and Sonia, thank you. Wes and Nikki, um, the fact that John is here and we sometimes get to bring his kids here, are huge. Um, I've always believed in God, but I didn't come to Christ until 2013. And it was because of this church. And I honestly believe that I wouldn't have made it through had I not been guided by the people here, loved on by the people here, and had I not read the Bible. Um, I just wanna say thank you to Jesus and thank you for this church.
0: Praise God. Thank you, Lord. We thank Him with you. Praise God. That was his running. <laughs> oh,
2: thank you, he Gordon. needs a bicycle.
0: He's, he's faster that. on a bike.
2: My name is Julie, and I just wanted to say that I thank God for my 89 years, which I turned last week. I hope that all of you realize what a wonderful congregation this is. I know so many of you and have become close to a lot of you, and you really have something to be proud of in the way that you all conduct yourselves, and I want to thank my life group because I've never felt so loved, and I know it's hard for me to express myself in that group, but I do know what's going on,
12: honestly.
2: (laughs)
0: Oh that's awesome. <laughs> and we praise God for your ministry of donuts. Anyone amen to that? <laughs> Woo. Go ahead.
4: Okay. Well, I just I wanted to thank God for Mondo.
3: <laughs> <Pull> forward, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
10: That guy lives down the street from us, and we know where he lives, and he should be very afraid. <laughs> my kids have knocked on his door many times. I'm very sorry.
6: My kids love him. They just love him. And I know God put him right down the street from
10: us. while <laughs> my kids were teenagers. And... Um, and we had um, neighbors next door that were having issues, and poor guy, I called him at like 11 o'clock at night. My daughter's like, "Call Mondo, call Mondo." <laughs> so it's they just they just love him, and I just wanted to thank you for all you've done for my kids.
0: Wow, praise God. Nine one one or Mondo? I guess <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> uh,
9: Good morning, Melissa. I've just been really blessed by our life group as well. I think you've seen a common theme this morning in that we did uh, two things super recently in the last few weeks, Uh, and one was we took our life group on the road and went to a woman who's terminally ill, can't get out, and uh, one of our uh, people in our life group bought their guitar, and we just sat and sang sweet praises to Jesus the whole evening, and I was the one who was most blessed by that. And, uh, and then just this last week, we made um, enchiladas for the fundraiser for the Yugo group. And so our life group came together on a Thursday night. We all made the enchiladas, and it was so much fun. And so we've, we, I've just been really blessed by stepping out. And it's, it's not about us on a Wednesday night at our life group. It's those times where, where we really love and serve Jesus together. That's the most meaningful.
0: One more. Don't miss it.
7: <laughs> yeah, hi. Sorry. Good morning. Uh, my name is John Wolf, and um, I just want to thank the Lord that about a month and a half ago, uh, my aunt lives in Minnesota, and they just, she's had cancer for a while, and they just gave her like one to two months left to live. And, uh, I'm just really grateful. This this uh, church is a house of prayer, and it was really cool to see a lot of people uh, pray before I went out with my mom to basically say goodbye to her. And I really had a desire to want to share the Lord with her. But I was also a little apprehensive because there's at one point there's 12 of us in the room with my aunt, and I was just uh, I'm not shy, but I can get shy like any of us sometimes. I was just really kind of apprehensive how that was going to work and everything. And, and um, I hate to put Mondo on the spot again, but it, there's a lot of people that prayed for me, but w- one person really stood out my mind, just he and I, how God brings people together. And he just brought me in the hallway with Mondo a few days before I left. And uh, how Mondo just put my heart at peace, my mind. And it was amazing how God worked it out. At one point, there was 12 of us in the room, and Sunday morning, part of that weekend, God had everybody gone except for me and my aunt for 45 minutes, and he gave me great strength and great confidence in him, and it was amazing, so I just, I thank you for everyone that prayed uh, over that weekend and just how God, I mean, I remember lots of people praying, but I couldn't tell you who the specific people were, but I remember Mondo, just how God brought him to me in the hallway so I just thank you for everybody that prayed but for specifically.
1: Praise God.
0: (laughs) Being a house of prayer is powerful that's the engine room right? As we pray individually and seek the Lord each day as we seek him together in life groups as we come together Sunday night we come together 5 to 6 o'clock in this room, and the Holy Spirit is stirring us up. You've been hearing it today, testified, what God is doing. And it's because God knows that our hearts are more and more in tuning into... I'm doing this because this is where we meet, sorry. <laughs> Not just that this room prays that side and you don't. But I mean, we have like, we've had 30 to 50 people surround this cross and beg God to stir us up and pray for this church, praying for one another. And I encourage you, if you haven't been out yet on a Sunday night, you join us tonight, Five to six o'clock as the Holy Spirit will stir your heart and grow you. That's the thing is you'll have a growing passion for Christ as you leave. And you'll see the purpose and the provision, the answer to prayer. And if you've got anything on your heart to pray for and you want to see what we've heard about today, just reach more people for Christ and strengthen us as a church. Would you come tonight and pray with us? And we're going to pray right now. And there's more to come. We're going to worship. We have the Lord's Supper and a baptism. So praise God. Father in heaven. We know this please you because it's your work. We've lifted up the name of Christ and his power and what the Holy Spirit does when we minister to one another in your name. And we trust you, Lord. We trust you to keep hearing our hearts, hearing our cries, and answering our prayers. But, Lord, we say thank you for being an awesome, mighty God as we declare your deeds one to another in praise of your holy name, Lord. It's encouraged us. Thank you, Lord. May we continue to pour out our heart of thanksgiving to you now through our worship, through the offering, through baptism, through the Lord's Supper. Lord, it's all about you. Thank you, Jesus, for loving us so much. Receive our worship now, Lord.